Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story, crazy customers, wild orders, and those WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name's Carl. I have 11 years of bartending experience, and I have a couple of stories to share and tell you. My name's Riley, and I worked in the service industry for a little bit, and I've seen lots of stories on both sides of the bar. And we're on episode five, and we're excited to have our first guest her name is Jessica Savage, and she has a YouTube channel called Savage Kitchen. Hi. Hi. I'm very <laughs> honored to be here. <laughs> and yes, I would like to start a tab. Yes, no problem. I just need a credit <laughs> card, American Express, black, please. That's all take. <laughs> yeah, let me dig that right up. <laughs> so, uh, Jessica, how many years of experience do you have in the hospitality industry? Zero. Perfect guess for yes. a podcast where. But how many years experience do you have drinking? Twenty. Serving the hospitality industry. Uh, I would say, well, we're not going to say exactly how old I am. I have twenty plus years uh, observing, and in the last, so I, I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and the cocktail culture here, especially in the last like five to ten years, has really exploded, mm-hmm. and. I have uh, witnessed, observed, participated in lots of great bar stories. And uh, it's fun to sort of be the fly on the wall and watch the what's happening. You sit at a bar long enough and frequently enough where you get to know people and you get to watch just hilarity ensue. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Are you and also are you a person that likes to go to the bar by themselves? Oh, yeah. I love it. So that you get that even a lot more because now you're not even paying attention to anyone. You're just, right. Well, I mean, you're not there with someone to pay attention to them. You're there right. to observe at people watch. Yeah. That, that's how you get stories, right? Watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the best people watching. It's how you, you make uh, friendships and relationships with people behind the bar. Right. It's great. Yeah. I'm yes. a big fan. And we, uh, we actually met, oh shit, it'll be two years this May that yeah. we were down there. We, wow. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we kind of both started our YouTube journeys at the same time, um, yep. give or take, I think, a couple months. And she puts out some really good con- content. You need to go watch it because her O face when she tries new shit <laughs> is pretty fantastic. You're never going to live that down. Never. I can't help it. <laughs> if anything, you always know I'm super honest. Right. <laughs> yeah. You can't fake that. I can't. Nope. Not in me. Good quality. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and start with what are we drinking? And to start off this, Jessica is very into shipwreck coconut rum. You're just into the the company itself, just shipwreck rum itself, correct? Yeah. Uh, there, I think the, the full name is Brinley gold shipwreck. Yeah. I love many of the things that they make. They're all rums. Um, but as you know, this one is, we have a relationship. Right. <laughs> so we can't, we can only find, I think, two other rums in Madison. It's never the coconut one. It's always the mm. coffee one. Right. And uh, when we visited her, 
We walked in her little studio, and I saw that. I basically, I was. You being, made a beeline. I made a beeline, <laughs> and you know, we don't even physically met for like 20 minutes and i'm already oh, like, that. i want a shot of that give, yeah. give, give me give me that so, give me and did it live up to the hype oh absolutely it, did. it yeah. is there's there i've never tasted a coconut rum like this me either or, it's uh, a, a liqueur what is what the asshole say what oh yeah it? it's a liqueur, <laughs> coconut liqueur because it's not it's, a rum yeah yeah so anyways it's a rum you interviewed the ceo on your channel one time right yeah actually yeah zach sat down with me that was probably almost two years ago now too. And uh, talked about their story, their rums. They sent me a bunch of different flavors. There yeah, there, I if wherever you are, if you're listening, if you are able to get shipwreck anything, get it. Mm -hmm. If you can get shipwreck coconut, buy all of it. You, <laughs> you'll thank us later. <laughs> yeah, we only drove to Dallas, Texas to find that rum. Yeah, we I, we kind of stumbled upon it. Right. Like we were looking for it, but we look for it literally yeah. everywhere we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's only fifteen hours away. So. Yeah, only. That's only reasonable. So you yeah. got yours ready? I do. Yes. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, friends. I gave myself a really heavy pour, so I'm gonna sip this for a minute. Yeah, oh I god, so it is so good. It's so smooth, and it's like coconut oil. It's almost like if you fat wash, you know, like mm -hmm. a, a coconut oil inside a rum. That texture. That texture. It's so yeah. good. But I think it tastes like the inside of a Mounds bar. Yeah. And I'm here for <laughs> Oh, that. you're right. It, it To me, it's instant vacation. Like this, you know how sometimes scents can transport you? That flavor. Yeah, and I, it's winter right now, obviously, and I haven't had this since the summer, and oh. Feels real good. It's winter. You're in like Phoenix, it's... Arizona. Shut the fuck it's up. It's so cold here today. I swear oh to God. God. It's 73 so... degrees. So cold. No, it was only in the 40s today. I swear to God. Like, I'm freezing. Oh. Yeah, it'll never and happen again. How much again. snow accumulation have you had? All right, I won't talk about it. Exactly. So, uh, Riley, what else are you drinking? I am drinking a pot of proper, properly made British tea because Ooh. I have a sinus infection. <laughs> And here so, she is, dedication, episode yeah. five, doing it sick. I am drinking two things, New Galeris, uh, Wisconsin Belgian Red. It is one of the better reds I've, or sour reds I've ever had before, especially yep. made here in the United States. Yep. And then after, where'd the other beer go? Oh, it's in it's my in fucking your... hand. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wow, man. <laughs> <laughs> God. It's been a day. Uh, and then uh, we did not film two YouTube episodes and did another video for Vino today. We did not do all that already. Oh. And then I'm also drinking a Dragon's Milk White milk stout. So what about you? Ooh, I like the milk stout. I'm not a beer drinker, but I do like a dark beer. Yep. Yep. Because it's it's a nice little evolution from coffee. Yeah, that's exactly. I love those coffee notes, the chocolate notes. I, I like it. Yeah, I am drinking a, well, since it's freezing here, I'm drinking a toddy. I love toddies, but I wanted to do, um, I wanted to experiment. I've been on a big Boulevardier kick lately. Mm -hmm. So this is a hot Boulevardier, really. There you go. So uh, lemon, hot water, bourbon, Campari, and then I used my um, spiced syrup as a, instead of honey. So I don't know, this might suck. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll suck. I think it'll be mean, interesting. It does not suck. Oh, shit. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. See, there it is. 
That's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna need more hot water very soon. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna today we're gonna read a story off Reddit. We have actually a submission on our subreddit thread of do you want to start a tab? You can find that in the description of YouTube or any podcast streaming device you're using. Uh, if you have a story that you want to share, go ahead and put it on there and then we'll read it, dissect it, and tell you how you did it wrong. <laughs> That's no, not kidding. true at all. <laughs> we will just analyze the, the, story the perspectives in the story. I feel like we get to play Statler and Waldorf, right? Like the snarky Muppets. Mm-hmm. Up yeah. In the, yeah. Exactly. I love exactly. it. I was born for this and role. I've had people. Yeah, and I've had people ask me too, like, well, if you have a guest on, are you going to are you going to tell them that they're the asshole? Yep. And absolutely. I said, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like you came on my show. Well, because if you work in the service industry or if you've experienced anybody in the service industry and you've done something wrong, you are the first person to admit it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yep. you're not going to come here and sit and talk to us. Right. Especially your bartender. You know, you've done tons of shit wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for me. I'm the, yeah, perfect, okay. bar- I'm the perfect bartender. <laughs> Obviously. So, yeah, go ahead and check us out on all social medias on Do You Want to Start a Tab? And go ahead and go check out Jessica. And let's get started with our first story. So this story was submitted by Iceman25K. Okay. And it's titled White Trash Wedding Story. Love it already. <laughs> sounds sounds like home. <laughs> Transported already. Yep. Yep. Sounds like home. I was just thinking of one of my favorite bartender stories while looking at photos from our past. In May 2011, we were at a wedding of some of the worst people we know. Good start. (laughs) (laughs) The person getting married was a Dwight Schrute character, and she thought she had more power than she did. She was an assistant to the manager, but told everyone she was an assistant manager. (laughs) She worked... (laughs) She worked with my wife and a few of our other friends, not bartenders, but cooks, so kind of still service industry. When we get to the wedding, I'm one of the only people in a suit. I get to the open bar, shocked it was one, (laughs) and I always tip the bartender a large bill right away. I try to talk to them, make stupid jokes about other guests, so they know I hate these people just as much as they do, (laughs) and get a connection because they have to be my savior for the evening. I Mm -hmm. like this guy. Yeah. My kind of guy. Yeah. I get a lot of cocktails. Captain and Coke back then because I was awesome, but I'm getting cocktails for people at my table too, three or four at a time. Someone I went to high school with was at my table and he was complaining about the bartenders. He wanted his cocktail without ice, which they did, but it was like two or three ounces in a rocks glass, which is standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I make it my personal mission to get doubles from now on with ice and brag about it. This infuriates the guy at my table, showing me his missing teeth and telling me that he's that it's a medical condition that he can't have ice. What? He's livid that I am getting doubles. <laughs> Man, I don't know. <laughs> he's livid that I'm getting doubles and multiple drinks when the bartenders are only letting people get one drink and carding. We hear yelling. Half the brides and groom's family have finally started to get along and decide in a form of unity to yell, threaten, and potentially fight the bar staff. The bar staff says they are shutting down the bar, which causes everyone else to get angry since there was still an hour left. People are trying to defuse the situation. People are getting kicked out, and I tell my table I'm getting another drink. I ask the staff if I can please get another cocktail. They tell me they just can't, that they are tearing the bar down. 
and they are complaining about the guests, telling me they all had problems, didn't tip, were demeaning, and they think people were giving liquor to underage children. Oh. They said, can they give me, they said they can give me a beer, and they do. I give them my last 20 and sincerely thank them. There you go. I then hold that beer up in a victory, in victory, <laughs> <laughs> as my wife's co-worker thinks co-workers think it's the funniest thing they've ever seen don't know if this is the type of story you're interested in i just love the story and i know i was an asshole that's a term of endearment endearment to me i will people watch too and i love messing with people when they're when they think they are never wrong <laughs> there is a lot to unpack there yes yeah i'm uh it's the image of the missing teeth that struck me the most <laughs> condition i can't have ice what, what? Hmm. so cold water how, how do we feel about cold water then like right. refrigeration ice wow i mean i'm not here to knock anybody's whatever medical condition but i mean can they be real because <laughs> like, i don't know don't, that that one is maybe don't be an asshole to the bartender and they'll give you a double as seen in exhibit a well, maybe just don't go to their doctor that's uh, con conditionally, medically conditioning them with uh, an ice allergy or whatever it is. <laughs> well, also, I feel like don't go to the bartender and say no ice expecting that you're going to get a larger drink. Oh, my right. God. Like, that's not how it works. If you want a double, order a double. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People do that all the time to me. It's like, I want less ice. And then I still pour in the right amount. Like, oh, it should be pulled up all the way. I'm like, no, this is a properly made cocktail still. You just want less ice. Like. This is, I'm not an idiot. This is not my first rodeo. They right. do it to me all right. like, especially when it's like a cocktail that I created, right? Like I'm not putting right. in more tequila in this thing because you want more ice. Right. Right. It's not gonna they taste don't understand right. The ice is there to keep it cold, not to fucking get you super fucked up. You're gonna get more soda water. That's what you're gonna get in this thing, not more liquor. Right. <laughs> but mm -hmm. he does it right, right? And I think we've oh man, now our stories are starting to blend between YouTube. Just sitting downstairs in our bar, just hanging out, and then this. So if we go to weddings ourselves, mm -hmm. and when I worked at a wedding, I love the people that goes, "Here's a thirty. This I'm is not, you for the night. This is me for the. I'm not going to tip you every time. It's just one large cash sum at the beginning, and you love that person because they are mm -hmm. taking care of you. Yeah, and you're going to take care of them mm -hmm. in return. Right, because like that's, that's how we do. Because when you're a catering bartender, you don't give a fuck how much liquor you give away. Well, when you're yep. a bartender, my relationship with you is transactional. Right. And you have just shown me that you are willing to participate sure. in this transactional relationship. And now we can be friends. We can grow together because you're yes. invested in the relationship. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally invested We are in partners. <laughs> And that's what happens when he goes up there. He gets whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Because they're mm -hmm. like, thank you. That's their thank you to him. Right. Well, and also he's not treating them like dirt. Right. Yep. Whereas it sounds like everybody else at this wedding was treating them like dirt. So, yeah, of course they're going to treat the one person treating them well mm -hmm. better mm -hmm. than everybody else. That's human nature. Open bar. It's one of the West. It's one of the worst and best things humanly possible. Yes. It's the best for you because I don't got to pay for a fucking drink. It's the worst yeah. for the staff because everyone over drinks. Yes. Everyone over drinks. And it's gotten to a point where cutting people off is going to cause drama mm -hmm. because people yep. expect an open bar to be overserved city. Mm -hmm. So so we started this by pointing out that I have never been in the service industry. However, yep. <laughs> I spent 10 years in the wedding industry. Yeah. Okay. So I, did, I didn't even think about when we were talking about this. I didn't think about it. And let me tell you some of the nonsense. Mm -hmm. 
that I witnessed, but like, it's interesting because of the hundreds and hundreds of weddings I've been to, I can count on one hand how many of them have not been open bar. So more often than not, right, it's open bar. I would go with more than 50% of the time people just get absolutely wasted. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's yeah. booze. And it doesn't matter the level of wedding, too, from the most inexpensive DIY, DIY wedding to the multi-million dollar weddings. Mm-hmm. Like, it's right. the same because it's a party, right? right. It just looks worse if it's the multi-million dollar one that people are getting super white girl wasted. <laughs> Those things. Well, let me because tell you what. You're, you expect it less. The you expect it, right. For oh, they're so much worse. They're right. so oh, much worse. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> then mm-hmm. the entitlement super comes out. Like, right. I'm yep. not drunk. You know, like. But mm-hmm. it, you are right. Like I'm the same way. Uh, we used to film weddings. I've been like a hundred. Yeah, and it's the same thing. It's just like fuck. Let's just a poll for everybody. If you get an invite to a wedding or you go to a wedding and it's not open bar, are you leaving? I'm probably leaving. Like I'm I'll, not I'll staying stay. all night. Right. I'll stay for the. I'll stay for the ceremony and I'll I'll eat. Um, I don't know the last time I went to a bar that wasn't open bar. I think it's super tacky not to host an open bar, honestly. Like, or unless there are maybe like not, personal maybe not reasons. the entire bar because, like, at the hotel I work at, not everything. Like, usually, it's minimum beer and wine that the host, but you have right. to pay for the cocktails since that seems mm-hmm. to go down more. E- it's it's more expensive, right, to right. host yeah cocktail and cokes and Jack and whatever all night long. I mean, yeah, if I can get if there's a keg and there's free beer, sure, I'll drink beer. But like, if there if if I have to pay cash for every drink I'm drinking. See, I don't know. Thing. To me, yeah. If you're hosting, if you're having a wedding and you're inviting people and you are not taking care of everything for the night, I think it's super tacky. Like either host or don't. Right. I'll say this. I don't go to weddings unless I really, really like you as a person. Right. Right. <laughs> and so I'm probably going to stay for a decent amount of time. Now, if we're like in an exotic city and and exotic, I just mean, I know there's some cocktail places I want to go because it's a bigger city where we live. I might, (laughs) we might dip a little early to get to those other places. Right. But I only, I don't like going to weddings (laughs) (laughs) and I'm, I have to really like you. I barely made it to our wedding. That's, that's a good (laughs) (laughs) I was like, eh. He's like, oh, let me just drink all of these. Uh, barrel aged stouts that are 14% back pocket brewing. This is on you. <laughs> no, it's how we play the game. Yeah. You knew, you knew what you were getting into. Yeah. I let you loose in Dubuque with your best friend for multiple hours. If yeah. I'm going to be in a wedding. Oh I'm my God. Spending, the expense. I'm spending $200 on the dress minimum plus alterations mm-hmm. plus mm-hmm. hotel plus bachelorette party plus bridal shower. The least you can have is an open bar. Yeah, they ha- better have a really nice gin for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what I going back to the story though, I can just see this guy every time he goes up, he gets exactly what he wants, and I can just see him ordering that last, getting that last beer, like the um the last frame of Breakfast Club. You know, when the dude goes oh like God. this, the beer, he's got the beer in his hand. He goes, yeah, I would have just busted out fucking laughing. That's that, awesome. I, I can see you doing that. I can see you being Fuck that you guy. Guys. I can see you being that guy. Hey, the bar's closing down. Listen, I know, I know, I know, but like, I just need one more beer. And then, hey guys, look what I got. Yeah, and I would just <laughs> chug it in front of everyone. Just <laughs> chug that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and that's what it is. Like, beers are the easy thing. Right? Cause I, some people are like, like, oh, I go, man, I already did last call, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but we're staying at the hotel. I just want one more. I go, it's a beer. Some, right. And I have, I have a, 
there was this one. Which it's goes, one less thing I have to put away. Right. I just got to open right. something. Someone was like, well, I don't like beer. Like, That's all. It is. I go, everything oh, else to yeah. put away. Like, I already said I did last call. I'm trying to do you a favor. If you don't like it, tough shit. There's right. a bar right across the street. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think yeah. that was a pretty good story. Um, I can just imagine the crowd. I bet they're all wearing jeans with their plaid shirt tucked in, their belt fucking buckle out, yeah. you know. Yeah. And their shit kickers on. Yep. Man, you're the only one. I, I appreciate whoever submitted this. They definitely painted a picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to give this story a rating, a rating of one through five. One means it's just an average story that someone that bartender would hear. Like this is like, oh, I deal with this shit on a daily basis. And five is extreme where like, holy shit, that was a pretty brutal or extraordinary story. So Jessica, we'll start with you. What do you give this story? I bet this is pretty common uh, considering the circumstances. So I'm going to go like a. I'm going to go like a two. Okay. I've seen a lot of rowdy weddings. Mm -hmm. I have never been to a wedding where the bar shut down early because of the patrons. Either have I. Really? That's, that's the, that's, that's the wild card in this whole story that we actually kind of, we glossed over and didn't talk. Yeah, we didn't talk. Okay. Because these people, like I come from a very small town with a very large country population. I've been to some weddings that probably the, like the bar should have been shut down for mm-hmm. it to be that bad though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this like, it's not, it's not like the craziest story. Right. But like between the lines, knowing that they shut this bar down early because of mm-hmm. this, I'm going to give it a 3.8. Holy shit. Oh, hi. Because, because you no, don't, I'm, you don't I'm, shut down bars. I like know. they don't shut down bars unless it's that bad. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, it's I've I mean, I've catered bartender or I was a cate- bartender at a catering company for quite a while. I worked or then we did the wedding photography or wedding video stuff. So I've been and then I work at the hotel. So I in theory have been to like two hundred weddings and I've never seen the bar shut down early. Right. And so So for it to be that bad for the for the the harassment mm-hmm. of the bartenders to be that bad, this has to be terrible. Right. Damn it. See, I was going to go with 2. Point, no, you know, I'm still going to 2.5 because if mm-hmm. the bar didn't get shut down, it would have been like a 1.2. Like a, a 1.2. For right. Because that's, cause that's right. that open, you know, him setting up as this basically a white trash redneck wedding type thing. Right. You know, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. But once you, yeah, once you shut that bar down, that's, that's a whole other point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there are so many stories that we are missing mm-hmm. from this event. Yeah. Had they but kept like, that bar it, open. <laughs> If they still had an hour left, average reception is what, three or four hours long? Four hours. And they shut the bar down at least a half an hour before the reception is over. You said an I've hour. seen it. No, I've no, no, seen no, it in general. Time. Like yes. you close down the bar a half an hour before the reception's right. over. Right. So that means that's an hour and a half before the reception ended. That means the they were only serving for an hour and a half to two hours. Right. Well and, for, the, and it got that bad yeah. that fast. Yeah. I wonder what the fuck they were drinking. Like Jack and Cokes. Yeah. Well, probably. it was probably more like whiskey cokes, not even Jack. Like, he couldn't afford Jack. It was probably. <laughs> well, he said he was drinking Jack. Captain. He said he was drinking Jack and Coke. Oh, did he? I thought yeah. he said Captain. Oh, Captain and Coke, yeah. Uh, Jack's actually more expensive than you think it is. Jack is yeah. actually really expensive uh, whiskey. Like, uh, not really expensive, but it's more expensive. Uh, it's on the high end of the low end. Right, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, there we go. There is our first Reddit submission 
by who again? Iceman. Iceman 25K. 25K. Love it. Well done, Iceman. So, Jessica, it is your turn with your story so we can break down judge you. Well, I guess you're not the hospitality, so it's more like judge me. Like, no, you know what? I'm going to I had a a different story. My consider our first story. I'm going to stick in the wedding world uh, because I actually do have quite a bit of experience there too much. Um, So actually, correct. As a photographer. Yeah, I spent about 10 years uh, doing wedding photography. And like I said, everything from like very quaint, intimate, small ceremonies to multimillion dollar weddings, like ran the gamut. Um, and the, I'll tell you the worst thing I ever saw as a wedding photographer between the, the venue staff and the, the couple getting married. So this was a wedding that was at an art museum, not a very famous big art museum, but an art museum nonetheless. And the, uh, couple getting married, they were in their, I don't know. I want to say they were in their like mid to late twenties, like 27 ish. All of their guests, their friends were friends from college. So these were people that were clearly in like sororities and fraternities together, <laughs> heavy drinking crowd. And they all hadn't seen each other in years. Mm-hmm. So it was very much like, Hey, you know, drinking reunion. Right. Well, in this weddings in museums in general have a lot of rules because you've got artwork all right. over. So this wedding got super, super rowdy, drinking. Everybody's over drinking, being, I don't know if they're being overserved or if they're just, they were kind of a bratty, entitled crowd, which is a shame. The, the couple getting married were lovely people. Right. Their friends were assholes, yeah. I think. And it takes a lot for me to say that. I've been around <laughs> a lot of weddings and they were assholes. Um, and so it got to the point where on the dance floor, it was one of those nights that were so drunk, people just kept dropping glass as they were dancing. Yes. And the catering manager finally got so fed up that he marched up to the bride while she was on the dance floor and said to her, he was super bitchy. And he's like, honey, you need to find a different place for your next wedding. <laughs> and walked away. <laughs> I know. And I was like, <gasps> holy shit. How do you say to a bride on her wedding day that she's eventually going to get divorced and she can't get married there again? <laughs> You've been blacklisted. You've been blacklisted. I like simultaneously understood where he was coming from mm-hmm. because it was an absolute shit show. But also, I felt so bad for her because, well, it was just a horrible thing to say to somebody. Like, right. yeah, she was crying. Her father got all mad. It was like a scene. Yeah. Anything else? That's it? Like, not, like, That's, they, uh, they, so they, that is so, actually a wedding where they did shut down the bar early. Okay. I've had a few of those. Wow. Um, that I've witnessed. You. It might be me. <laughs> Couldn't help it. When I was a photographer, I'd be out there dancing on the floor. That was a good time. Right. Um, yeah, they did. That was towards the end of the night, but they definitely shut the bar down early. And it was just like a lot of drama at the end of the night. I will say that couple in the year since this is a long time ago. That wedding was probably almost 10 years ago. They're divorced. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to assume that her second wedding was not there. Man, the balls on that employee. Because, I mean, I get it, right? <laughs> like, we've all been in those situations where you're just pushed to the brink of, like, saying, fuck you. We're right. done. And yeah. that's what he basically said to her. Right. Yeah. But, whew. But, like, but at a wedding that was a, a pretty pricey, like they paid a lot of money for that wedding. Mm-hmm. Not that that should matter, but like this was, it was an expensive wedding in a museum. The bride and groom themselves weren't the problem. Their guests were, but he told that bride off. 
like in her face. It's awful. Aggressive. But see, like I remember aggressive when I worked at the catering business and we did a lot of weddings. They and even when we did the wedding photography or video stuff, you don't really go up to the guests. You go up to the the couple who's Uh you went. You go up to the people that paid you. Yeah, right. Because like I mean, there is like it's, it, it, it's implied that they are to control their guests, right. at least to some degree. But like, you don't say your next wedding. What the fuck? So, <laughs> oh, okay. So wow. when you said that, I've said that to a couple one time when we were doing the wedding uh, photography or video stuff. I, what? Yeah, but it was completely joking. And uh, so <laughs> at the end of the night, <laughs> at the end of the night. You know, we're saying goodbye to them, and you know, and they're like, "You guys did such a good job," blah blah blah. I'm like, "All right, cool, thanks." You know, and I go, "Hey, the next time you guys book us, I'll give you fifty percent off your uh, package." Oh, that's so fucked up. And, <laughs> oh and, and the guy, he got it instantaneously. He's like, and he oh. started laughing. He started laughing, and his wife yeah. goes, and the wife goes, "Oh, that's awesome, fifty percent off." You know, like, thank you. And he, he looks at he goes. He's saying for when we get divorced and we get married again, he's going to give us half off the package. Oh. And then she's like, oh. And then, like, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, you know, and like they, I knew I could say that joke to this couple, right? right. You know, yeah, like yeah. I knew like. Right. They're, you You'd know, read the room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and then it was just, it was just funny, you know, so I've said that. Yeah, but like, that's completely different than the situation well, where right. he's all yeah, hot yeah. and bothered and he's up. I mean, like marched up to her, like neck roll and everything. Sassy. Right. Super sassy. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Had I not witnessed it, I would not have believed it. I was like, oh right. my God. Snapping pictures of him going up there and like, here's your main photo of him like wonder, finger in the air. Well, you know, I had, and I was like sure. watching it happen, you know, because like my eyes were on her all night. It's my job. Right. And like I watched it happen. I watched this whole interaction go down. And then he like stormed away from her. And she just sort of turned at me and like the, with these wide eyes and just tears oh. explode. And I was like, <gasps> and then her dad like sailed in because I think he saw it happen too. Right. <laughs> it just I felt so. Man. To this day, I still feel bad for her. Like that wedding did need to be shut down, but oh man, just shut down the wedding. Don't shut down her day. Right. Like yeah, yeah, it was rough. I. I'm not one to really like complain if somebody like messes with with me or like something's wrong, but like I would be I would be in for a refund stat. Absolutely. Like, the next yeah. day I would be raising a stink with the okay. with whoever. Mm-hmm. Because that's not that's not acceptable. No. In any way, shape or form. No, the no diplomacy whatsoever. But like, did they get warnings throughout the night? Or is this like, it was just cold shoulder right into it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, sure they had gotten warnings, but like. Yeah, because like staff had been out there with like, bro- I mean, I'm not kidding when I say there was like broken glass several times throughout the night. So, you know, staff would come out with right. like brooms and, cause, you know, you don't want people to get cut or glass flying it's into the like, art. See that what sucks because it does higher in weddings. You don't want plastics. Plastic looks tacky, but we yeah. would keep plastic. Like once like two glasses got broke, we switched all the plastic. Right. And someone bitched right. about like, you guys keep breaking glass. Like it's, you guys can't handle it anymore. You get the kitty cups with the fucking nipples on it, right. motherfucker. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like rather than go up to her and insult her in a manner mm-hmm. so profound. Pull aside. Yeah. Shut go, down the bar. Go to the yeah. groom. Go to the groom. He can handle it. Like Shut or the, the parents who were paying. Like, right. Before you get to yeah. that point, mm-hmm. before you get mm-hmm. to that level of frustration, check yourself. Take a deep breath. Woo sigh it for a little bit. 
and then handle it in a in a manner that's appropriate. Guess is he's no longer a managing manager at a catering company. Oh, for sure. I would hope not. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) truly, I have never. I've seen a lot. Maybe, maybe he's learned his lesson, and you know, maybe he just, you know, we all have that moment where just you just see red, and you you don't even care where you're at, what situation you're around. You just like fuck this. You have those moments a lot. (laughs) I feel like I'm capable of keeping myself in check because you have to be professional. response mm. <laughs> mm. okay so riley what do we give the story i mean a rowdy wedding is again common mm-hmm. but like that statement 4.2 i'm gonna go 2.5 again because i, I it, the rowdy wedding is again oh. a common thing and people getting out of line it's a 1.5 1.8 but that but, person being that vicious right so th- okay yeah rowdy wedding okay I'll do, okay i'll do 2.88 Oh wow, we're getting down to tenths now. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds, hundreds. hundreds. Sorry, hundreds. <laughs> what What do you give your own story? What I mean, you were there, I mean, right? To so me, you, it's right. the worst thing I, I ever witnessed. But I know there are worse. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go four. Four. Okay. I'm going whole numbers. None of this. I'm not doing tenths or, or hundreds. <laughs> But see, like, also, though, though, on your side, that's fine, right? Because, you know, you'll probably be on a guest on it again at some point. But, like, when we keep doing this, you know, after a year or two, we need things to, like, start, like, nitpicking, right? And start dividing. Yeah. It can't all be, like, here's the four, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's my theory, at least. Yeah. I don't know if it's right or wrong. But. I, I've seen people act unprofessionally, but I've never seen people act that unprofessionally. It was just so mean. That's the thing. Like, I've seen unprofessional, but that was like, he was eloquent in his meanness. That was mean spirited. He was, he was sitting on that. It was in his pocket. He was figuring it out. And then he went up to her. So that, that's vicious. Yeah. Again, getting back to the, who hurt you? (laughs) Just, yeah. So if you have a better story than that, go to our subreddit. Do you want to start a tab and let us know if you can outdo this story or... Our original Iceman story, wedding story. Wedding stories are the best because ugh, yeah. because it's, it's free liquor just flowing through people. It and it's high emotions. Their, yes. Mm-hmm. It shows people mm-hmm. at their best and their worst moments. Yep. That's why I loved weddings, man. <laughs> loved them. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jessica, for joining us today. What we're going to do now is we're going to do our first episode of last call it's our patreon supports uh we're gonna keep it very chill for like two or three bucks a month you have access to extra interviews and just q a's and just maybe more rambly stories that riley and i want to do on there we're going to talk with jessica talk about her youtube channel maybe talk about some of her photography and what she gets into now because she's a busy busy, busy woman. yes i'm so. a busy bee yeah well, thanks, well, thank Jessica, you guys for, for having coming on. Tell everybody your yep. socials before we go. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at YouTube, Savage Kitchen. It's S-A-V-I-D-G-E because nobody can spell it. Savage Kitchen. Uh, Instagram, Savage.Kitchen. Uh, yeah. Look me up. Perfect. Awesome. awesome. 